Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in. The first game of the 2022 NFL preseason is in the books as the Jaguars fell to the Raiders by a score of 27-11 to after a lengthy weather delay. We will get into my breakdown, my recap, my analysis of this game in just a moment, but I would like to remind everyone, the sun is still shining this morning, the birds are still chirping, the Jaguars still have three preseason games and a whole lot of practice left before the regular season. Let's pump the brakes, all right folks? Let's not cannibalize each other. Let's not let this get the best of us. Y'all are better than that, Duval. like to remind everybody to please subscribe and hit that notification bell so you do not miss a show here. You can follow me on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo, Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. So like I said, the Jaguars fell to the Raiders in the Hall of Fame game by a score of 27-11. to Uh, That final score probably doesn't even indicate how not close this matchup was. The Jaguars did not match the physicality or intensity, especially early on, that the Raiders uh, brought to the field. They did not match the execution on either side of the ball that the Raiders were able to bring to the field early in the game. It was 20 to nothing at halftime. Now, I just told everyone to pump the brakes, and I'm sitting here slamming the Jaguars for not matching physicality, intensity, execution. They also made a lot of mental mistakes and picked up some silly penalties. Marvin Hall's fumble was unacceptable. Uh, The snap exchange between Slaughter and McDermott, you can't have that happen. That's the type of stuff that bad bad teams do. But the bottom line is the Jaguars only had two padded practices prior to this game, and the Raiders had been practicing for almost a week prior to the Jaguars getting onto the practice field. I'm not sitting here making excuses either, but when you look at a team that does not look physically prepared or have the intensity, I think you can look at the weather delay uh, that could mar some of your energy and take away some of your energy. But the Jaguars only had two padded practices prior to this game. They did not look ready from a physical standpoint to go out and compete. And I think that's why you saw Doug Peterson hold out the vast majority of the starters, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Um, So I I think if this becomes a trend 
for this Jaguars team throughout the preseason where they look unprepared, where they look um, physically unready, and they have these mental mistakes and penalties, then you can start to have a little bit of concern, uh, especially once the starters actually get in and play together. But as of this moment, having only two padded practices, this was essentially their third padded practice, right? Um, And I'm not going to, you know, go jump off the bridge or, or, or panic about this team because I do believe in Doug Peterson as a coach. I believe in the staff he put together, and I believe in a lot of the talent they have that you were not able to see on Thursday night when the Jaguars fell to the Raiders. The Tyson Campbell injury that that popped up on the first drive of the game obviously was quite a scare, but he was able to get back in the game and and um, and he's all good to go. But that that brief moment, <laughs> that brief moment where you were like, "Oh my gosh, is Tyson Campbell okay?" That was the exact reason I was surprised that any starters were playing in this game for either side, right? You have the three preseason games after this, just like the rest of the NFL, to evaluate, to uh, to try to get your starters ready for the regular season. So I just didn't really see why you needed to rush starters out onto the field, again, after having only two padded practices, the Jaguars did. But fortunately for Tyson, for the Jaguars, for Doug Peterson, for all the fans out there, Tyson is okay. No problem there. Now, when you talk about things you want to get excited about here after this after this performance, there are some good there are some good things that happened last night. Chief among them. The first overall pick, Trayvon Walker, Jaguars outside linebacker. First play of the game. Gets pressure. Bats a pass. Tips a pass, I guess you you could say. Picked up a, in my opinion, phantom roughing the quarterback penalty. Uh, but he he got in there, he created pressure, and he looked the part. And then, what do you know? Not too long after that, he actually picks up his first sack where he kind of was uh, pushing the edge. And then he came back across the face of the tackle to make the sack, which was... Uh, an effort, high energy play. A lot of sacks in the NFL are just finishing. You've got to finish the play. Um, that was against a backup tackle. And Trayvon Walker has been going up against Cam Robinson and Walker Little in practice. So you can see why perhaps he was able to take advantage of that situation. But he did exactly what you wanted to see from him. He got accomplished in his first start in the NFL granted it is preseason granted it is against backups but he did everything you wanted to see he got pressure he got a sack he made an impact and he looked physically dominant compared to backups and that's what you want to see in this type of situation you've seen a lot of draft picks come in here and you know even against backups not really look the part Trayvon Walker looked the part last night Played really well, did not play a ton, but he played very well for the Jaguars' defensive front, created pressure. Another starter who who was in the game for the, or 
excuse me, not a starter, but a guy who looked like a starter for the Jaguars, and he did start this game for the Jaguars, was Arden Key, who was brought in this offseason from San Francisco to be a rotational uh, pass rusher on the interior for the Jaguars, and he picked up two sacks. He looked fantastic. They didn't really have an answer for him in the clear passing situations. Um, and and Kalevon Chason, he was also able to create some pressure uh, so it, it's good to see Chase on kind of show something on the football field because uh, he's a guy that has really struggled during the first two years of his career, and you want to see him get back on track. You want to see him prove that maybe he can be a rotational player as well on the edge at outside linebacker for the Jaguars. But Arden Key and Trayvon Walker really stood out on that defensive side of the ball, able to create pressure, able to get sacks, and able to make it difficult for the Raiders to get things going. Uh, Now, when you look at why it was so easy for the Raiders to score in the first half, I think you can look right at those linebackers that were in the game, the off-ball linebackers, which were Shaquille Quarterman and Chad Muma. Both players looked like they were uh, swimming upstream against the current and... I don't know what to attribute that to. They are in a new scheme, but they've both had plenty of practice time. Of course, it's been mostly unpadded. They've only had two padded practices again, but they did not look uh, like they were moving with, with speed, with confidence. Those are two good football players. Shaquille Quarterman is not a very good athlete. That is why he's probably never going to be a full-time starter in the NFL. But you've seen him get into the games in the past, in the regular season, and look a lot better than he did last night. And when you look at Chad Muma, the third-round pick, number 70 overall, a player a lot of people thought would go in the second round, including myself, he was, he was you know, he was struggling a little bit. It looked like he was thinking too much. It looked like the speed of the game was really uh, getting to him. And look, this is a guy who at Wyoming flew around the field, was consistent with making tackles, consistent in his drops and coverage. And then you get to the senior bowl again, looked like one of the best players on the field. I, I think he's just going through it a little bit right now. Some of that, some of that rookie, um, you know, Bullets flying at you. Everything's so fast. I wouldn't give up on Chad Muma. I know there was a lot of reaction to his play last night on Twitter and social media and Jaguars fans not very happy with it. Do not overreact to the first preseason game for a rookie jumping from Wyoming to to the NFL. uh, Again, after only having two padded practices. I think this kid's going to be fine. He has the athleticism. He has the uh, mental capacity. He He's an excellent tackler. He has the ability to drop in coverage. He's a former safety in high school. So, you know, you want to see him improve throughout the preseason. This was his first NFL game. It was not a great showing. He did make some plays, though. Make no mistake about it. But he was swimming against the current. And I think once he settles in, gets more comfortable, gets that first game jitters out of him, he's going to show development throughout the preseason and and look a lot better by the time you get into that final preseason game. 
Looking at the kicker battle, uh, this was one of the big storylines for the Jaguars. Not a lot of opportunities for the kickers in this one. Uh, Ryan Santoso's only field goal attempt was a 60-yarder, and he missed it just wide right. Definitely had the leg on it, so you can't really get mad at him for missing a 60-yard field goal and only being a hair to the right there. And then Elliot Fry, who the Jaguars brought in a little just about a week ago um, after they moved on from Andrew Mevis, the undrafted free agent. Elliot Fry came in and he made his 146-yard attempt. Both kickers were able to boot the ball out of the back of the end zone, which is something that Heath Farwell, the Jaguars special teams coordinator, really wants his kickers to be able to do with consistency is is uh, get that ball out of the end zone. You, you end a play early. You, you eliminate the risk of a big return. You eliminate the risk of injury. Um, so that was a good, good performance for both, but you'd like to see these guys get more opportunities to kick field goals. Elliot Fry made his only one from 46. It looked pretty good. And Ryan Santoso missed the 60-yarder. I cannot blame him for that one. It was a pretty good kick, and, and if he was anywhere closer, there's a chance that one might have sneaked in the uprights. But he's got the leg, as we all knew. The question was his accuracy coming in, and the Jaguars have been trying to improve his swing a little bit, improve his accuracy. We'll see if, if they get more opportunities throughout the rest of the preseason. I'm sure they will. Looking at some other players who stood out to me, Luke Farrell, I think, had a really good game. He's the Jaguars' second-year tight end out of Ohio State, fifth-round pick in 2021. He's he's in the mold more of Chris Manhurts as that blocking-style tight end. But as I have shared on this channel, I believe that he also has the ability to contribute in the passing game. I think he has good hands. I think he has decent athleticism for that blocking prototypical tight end. Probably above average athleticism, really, when you talk about a blocking tight end. And he went out there and he caught several passes and and moved the chains for the Jaguars. I'm encouraged by him, and, and the reason I'm so focused on him is because all three of the Jaguars' top tight ends are on expiring contracts in 2022 so if Luke Farrell can prove that that he can be that next blocking tight end in line the Jaguars won't need to worry about picking up a starter at that position for again just the blocking portion Uh, and if he can prove to be a quality receiver you know maybe he can be viewed as a a well-rounded um a well-rounded starter for the Jaguars who can contribute as a blocker and receiver, not just a blocking tight end who you only get out in, in receiving situations to keep the defense honest. Trey Herndon, Jaguars backup nickel, who I think is locked in as the fourth cornerback on this team. He continued his impressive summer. Um, he's been really good in training camp last night. He played really high, at a really high level as well. He did bring physicality when he had opportunities to pursue the ball carrier. He did so, and he brought them down uh, with vigor. So Trey Herndon has been really playing very well for the Jaguars, and I think looking at him as your fourth corner, the the coaching staff probably feels really good about that right now. Looking at the quarterback play for the Jags, you had Jake Luton and Kyle Slaughter. Um. 
neither player's numbers were horrific, right? Slaughter was 13 of 25, 127 yards with a touchdown to Nathan Cottrell. Jake Luton was 10 of 17, 94 yards. Um, But to me, those numbers don't really tell the whole story. Sure, each quarterback had some bright moments. But overall, I think uh, there were struggles for both guys. From an accuracy standpoint, it was a wet field. So perhaps that had an impact on, on some of the accuracy but you want to see a better performance out of the backup quarterbacks moving forward throughout the preseason. A couple more guys that stood out to me. Nathan Cottrell, big-time performance for him. Um, Mekki Sargent, or Mackay Sargent as well. Sargent had five carries for 22 yards. He looked tough. He also caught several passes, five passes for 37 yards. So he picked up a lot of yardage for the Jaguars last night. And then late in the game, uh, Cottrell also was able to pick up a chunk play on a screen, 27 yards. And he also found the end zone. Uh, and then he found it again on the two-point conversion. He he caught a pass from, from Kyle Slaughter out of the backfield. And then he was able to take a little uh, inside draw. For the, tu- or for the two-point conversion there. So really good performance for him. It was really funny. Just this week, I was talking to Rick Ballou. I was like, Cottrell's been around here a while. He is really fast. He's really explosive. I don't think he's going to make the team, but I would love to see this guy just go out in the preseason and be able to make some plays and show off his speed. And he was able to do that in this game. So I was happy for him. Uh, Lawan Winningham, who's been a training camp standout, did not get a lot of opportunities but he did haul in one pass. Willie Johnson hauled in a couple passes and also picked up a, a nice little chunk of yardage on the one carry that he got. He's the wide receiver out of Marshall. And he had a punt return touchdown called back where he looked really quick, really fast, and decisive with his cuts. So he had a big performance for himself. Uh, the one pass he did not haul in that was a target was behind him. Probably you would like to see him catch it, but not an on-target throw by any stretch. Kevin Austin did not make an impact at all, unfortunately. Jeff Cotton made a big play, and again, that was another one that got called back due to a penalty. Um, And the final player I really want to talk about here is Snoop Connor. He did not have overwhelming stats in this one. Four carries for 10 yards. Uh, Caught another pass out of the backfield for six yards. The numbers with him don't really tell the story. I thought he played very well. Um, There was not a lot of space to work with, but he was quick, agile, decisive. And then once contact happens, he does, he's able to lower that shoulder and, and plow forward. I thought he played really well. He's continued his performance from training camp to the preseason Um, And it's good to see that for him, the Jaguars' fifth-round pick in 2022 that they traded up for. He looks like he belongs in the NFL. He looks like he's going to be a quality third running back on this team behind Travis Etienne and James Robinson, which is exciting uh, because this this offense, this Doug Peterson offense, they're going to use a lot of running backs. And Snoop looks like he's going to fit right in from a running standpoint, pass protection, and catching the ball out of the backfield. So that you'll love to see. Certainly, again, do not overreact to one preseason game. Yes, you can say same old Jaguars. This team has not practiced very much, especially in pads. 
They are under a new coach, a new coaching staff, um, new schemes on both sides of the ball, both sides of the ball. I would not panic. I encourage you not to panic. Let's see what happens when the Jaguars go home. They get some more practice in. They get to install more. They get to reset. And they get to take on the Browns next Friday, August 12th. So let's just wait and see here. Let's not overreact to one preseason game where there was a weather delay, where the Jacks had only practiced twice in pads prior to this one. Let's wait and see. That's what I encourage everyone to do. That is going to do it. Thank you so much for tuning in, Duval. I'm about to go get me some of that Leroy Butler mac and cheese that he was bragging on. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. Make sure to hit the like and subscribe button on YouTube and check GenJag.com for all the latest Jaguars news, analysis, and Duval gear.